Welcome to the Pineapple Couch with B Rob. I am B Rob, and this is episode 33. And today is July 28th. We're doing this on a Tuesday. Um, sorry for the wait, but uh, we're going to be pumping them out a lot more now that sports are out. I am joined on this lovely podcast by our good friend, Big Dog, Andrew Ratcliffe. Andrew, how you doing? What's up? Not much. Um, and then we are also joined by our resident NBA insider, John Robbins. John, how's it going? It's going well. It's good to hear. That's very good to hear. Um, and just a reminder, if you like what you're listening to, you can listen to us. Or you can subscribe, actually, on Spotify or iTunes. And um, if you re- leave a five-star review, add a question onto it, and we'll answer it on the podcast. And also be sure to check out thepineapplecouch.com. For when sports return, Johnny recently last week had a piece up about Bull Bull and some other storylines in the NBA bubble. And I know Andrew's going to be starting to do some baseball columns. And then once the NBA playoffs start, I will be doing daily gambling guides. So you can get all that at thepineapplecouch.com. You can also get, find the podcast there as well. Um, all right. So today's show, it's, we got a good one. We're going to go through just kind of like... Some of the more viral things that are happening right now are just not viral, like shit that's going on that we want to talk about. And then we're going to go into a little MLB preview, and uh, we're going to be talking weekly about the MLB. So if we don't cover something today, don't worry. We'll probably talk about it next week. Um, and then we're going to finish right before after MLB. We're going to do a little NBA bubble update with our resident NBA insider. And, of course, for both the MLB and the NBA, we are going to be looking at the updated gambling odds, the futures, and all that stuff. And then at the end of the show, you're not going to want to miss this. We have Super Sports Trivia, where Johnny and Big Dog take on Jeff Robbins. And you're not going to want to miss that. All right, let's get into it. The, the big story. We're not, not the big story. There's obviously a lot of big stories. But Lou Williams, he left the um, NBA bubble to go to his uh, grandfather's funeral, I believe, something like that. So that's serious. And... Sorry for him. Hope everything's going well. And it turns out he uh, he was with some rapper, or some rapper was at this strip club, right? Okay. This guy named Jack Harlow. I've I've seen his name. I don't know what he is or anything. But I guess he posted a, a selfie with Lou Will, and everyone's like, holy shit, like, why the fuck is Lou Williams at a strip club? He's supposed to be in the bubble quarantine, yada, yada, yada. And then they try to spin it off like, no, that was before. Like, but like this was like months before, and it's like, well, no, Lou Williams is wearing the mask that was given to all the NBA players for the bubble. <laughs> and then I think the best part about this whole thing, because at, at first glance, it's like, oh, shit, Lou Will fucked up. He's going to screw over the Clippers. It doesn't seem like it's going to affect it that much. And the best part of the story is that he was going there for wings. And that you might – you initially, I was like, bullshit. Like, that's such like a, a weird excuse. No, no, no. If you look at his Twitter over the last like two years, he's – always answered with the it's called magic city right yes he's always said like magic city wings are the best wings and they even have a wing (laughs) named after him there (laughs) and i gotta say the the wings look fire (laughs) is that a real thing the wing thing because i thought that was just like no no like a very clever excuse i I go to a strip club for the wings um if you're Okay. You're obviously listening to this podcast. You should look it up. What the um, wings look like? I'm going to show. I'll look it up too. Yeah, Andrew, you you check that out because Lou, they're fire. So I type they in look Lou amazing. Williams wings. Yeah, I'm sure that it'll it'll come up quick. Um, and so wingspan. He's going to have to do like a seven to eight day quarantine thing. But 
I really don't think this affects the Clippers too much. And I actually, after reading all this, I really do think he was going for the Wings. A little bit of both, probably. Probably. The <laughs> Athletics headline, it's the magic, baby. Lou Williams was right about his Magic City Wings. Yeah, Johnny Manziel um, tweeted. Ooh, another credit. Oh, uh, yeah. Tweeted another, out that the, the Wings are fire there. <laughs> I'm sure Johnny would know. Um, all Johnny, right. Lou, and... Um, let's get into our next thing I want to talk about. And um, I'm going to kind of float this one out there to you guys. No fans being in base- in the baseball stadiums. Does not affect me at all. Yeah, I don't. I don't notice. I at do all. not give a fuck. I notice it a lot, but but does it matter? Like it I'm, matters to me a lot. But I think they. I thought so. The other way, I thought like the fake crowd noise and like the cutout boards were gonna bug me. I like the cutout boards. The cutout boards are hilarious. The crowd noise. I've been listening to games on the radio. It's necessary because it's good white noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they should put like. They should just have cutouts have, like, markers all around, home run, like a five hundred foot home run. They should have <laughs> cutouts like there. throughout every seat in the stadium. And I'm starting to see the could... last couple of days. There's less and less. I don't know if that's because of weather or like I don't know. I because they're getting. Away I'm with totally them. on board with you, um, and think that uh, it is like obviously like you notice it the I mean, most when it's like a, a, a high fly ball, but. I don't know. I just would you feel like that in the NBA? So no, like this NBA, week when you're gonna see a fuck about fans. I do not give a fuck. I think it's cooler without fans. If you no can actually like, if you can actually cooler hear them, like, without talk fans. Shit. Okay, listen okay. to you guys. If you can hear them talking shit no, in the playoffs, no. that would be so fire. That is fire. But what obviously a playoff environment with fans is better than no fans. I'm you're I'm not disagreeing with that. But I think that I've like. With the NBA, especially, the way that they can film it, it's you'll notice it, but it's not as much as football or baseball. And I think just for me, and I know this is kind of like a dumb thing to say because you'll agree with me, but like I'll take whatever the fuck I can get. Yeah, I'm very desperate now. So it's like... But yeah, I, I like, know what you're saying because it's like I thought the transition would be a lot tougher than it yeah, is. I just don't not. get like the people who are out there complaining about... Like you just you think it's kind of annoying. But I haven't seen you complaining no, about it. I, the people who there's people out there who just like baseball sucks. It's like I can't even watch. It's like wow, you really didn't miss sports then. Like what what the fuck's wrong with you? Because to a certain degree, it's the same. Yeah, for sure. Yes, the fans are not, but it's still like and the, the, the added like, sound. I thought I would hate. I didn't think I would mind the cutouts. Need it. The, the added sounds totally fine because. I mean, we grew up going to Angel games. There's not that much sound there either. <laughs> um, well, you guys have anything? Taking shots. <laughs> yeah, I am taking shots. <laughs> Feeling good. Um, any? You guys, anything else on that? All right. Um, well, what do you guys? Uh, let's. I'll set this one up for you. So the Marlins. Um. The Marlins are gonna take a little break because. Uh, the halt to the Marlins season less than one week after it opens. Um, four more. How many players tested positive? I'm I think it was like thirty percent. Was, was like it like thirteen? Yeah, like fifteen now. So probably like almost half the team then. And then there was the definitely. I saw how like four knew they had it and played anyway. Yeah, that's really. And, dumb. But none of them are like showing symptoms, obviously, and like, like yeah, that's dumb. But like, I might zag here and be like. I don't know who the exact players were. I know one thing that the Marlins aren't a very good team and have a lot of younger probably players. And maybe you like trying to hide that you have it, like 
I know that sounds fucked and it's you'll just be like oh it's just sports but like that could be like a way guys like fuck if i get it i'll get cut and i'll never have this chance again you see where i'm coming from i think that's how a lot of them are, especially because the marlins are they, that's their entire suck. team it's just random people yeah. trying to make the league they're canceled the rest of this week um it's okay because they play the orioles the first three or four games and i mean if there's two teams to cut from the mlb this year yeah, it's the marlins like, and the orioles marlins? not at all no but <laughs> just take them out but then we'd like fuck with all the other like well, games we could just take out the dodgers too <laughs> oh yeah i'm sure that'll be fine <laughs> be fine with me um i just don't want it if the just... marlins are the team that spreads this to the mlb mm, oh, totally are God. They're of gonna, course wait, so we Marlins. have there's no word on philly because they're getting philly, tested they, 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 they had no test positive tests they tested negative today so but like but garrett cole was supposed to s- pitch tonight He's not pitching tonight because that game is postponed. So at least another day or two, unless they wait out a week. I don't know how long they wait. God, this sucks. Because I don't have no idea. And then it's like you take seven games off, and it's like it's already a crammed well, season. How do you baffling. add that? They, they should have had a bubble or two bubbles. I don't know though because it's like we don't know how that works yet. Because it takes one person to go to and takes Lou Williams to go to a nightclub. You're right. You're right. You're right. Orlando and the like, whole. It was just, like, no it's just so long for a baseball season too to be like quarantined, like in the hotel. Like yeah. I know it, that's and just a lot. This is what the players wanted too. It's like they said no to the bubble. The correct? Players said no to the bubble. They'd rather do it like this, and they're doing as much as they can, keeping it like geographically close. Okay, I have but, a, I have another follow up question. Um, as someone who only played baseball until I was in like fourth grade, even though I was a stud leadoff hitter, <laughs> um, <laughs> when I was like eight, <laughs> but. Wearing okay, I see a lot of people like wearing masks when they're up to the plate. I feel like that would fuck with me so much, hitting wise. Am I wrong? I feel like if I had it covering my nose, I'd be screwed because it'd like be breathe. But if it's like some people are just well, doing like, it over what, the mouth, what's then the what's point? the point? I don't know because we see so many. I have no idea. I don't have an answer for you, Johnny. Do you have an answer? No, that one dude on the is it the Mariners last night? Like he wears it the entire game. Yeah, and it's oh, like credit to him, but like, yeah. I just feel like that would be very would hard suck. to like, like I don't know, like distinguish pitches if you have something over. I don't know, it just kind of fucks. It fucks with you when I walk around. I'm not complaining. Like I wear it. I'm not of... like the. Pe- I'm not the person who's like, oh my god, I can't believe I have to wear a mask. I don't care. I can do it. I'm just simply stating that it must be really hard to hit a fucking 98 mile per hour fa- baseball when... when it's a little hotter to breathe. I don't know. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's a tough. Just, tough game. just a thought. Um Okay, let's uh, go on another baseball thing. Um, Fauci threw out the, the fucking worst first pitch of all time. That was so Horrible. fucking funny. That was so funny. It was, it was so bad. It was so bad. It was so bad. No George Bush. Keenan Allen, um, <laughs> his Madden ratings are not up to his standards per, like, every year. Every year. This happened five years This has happened every year. Keenan Allen's Yeah. And he, um, so I'll read you guys the tweets. I have them right here. So Keenan Allen, do we know what he was rated? Like 89, 91? Probably like 91. Wasn't he, he was like the 10th? 9th or 10th? Oh, yeah. look it up. It's, he was 9th. It was reasonable. O- OBJ like. was 10th. Keenan was 9th, I think. OBJ um, was 10, damn. Yeah. Okay, so whatever Keenan, oh, it's the NFL top 100, not Madden ratings. Excuse me. So Keenan Allen comes in at like 79 or something on, um, uh, top 100 NFL players, and he tweets out, okay, I'm tired of biting my tongue, at 
Cheetah, Tyreek Hill, at Mike Evans, at Chris Godwin. He actually tagged the wrong Chris Godwin. Um, and then he said, and the list goes on, are not a better receiver than me. Faster than me every day of the week. But separation, child, please. So Mike yeah. Evans comes on. And, like, I like Keenan Allen. He's really good. Um, I just don't give up. Like, come, just Keenan Allen, like, shut the fuck up. It's your one player NFL 100 rating. Like, And then... Mike Evans comes back at him and says, you tagged the wrong Chris Godwin, LOL, and don't be mad at us. We ain't make the rankings or care about him. I like confidence, but be realistic. You not on my level, bro. Um, <laughs> That's so savage. He, that was savage, but I will say Keenan Allen is on Mike Evans' level. Yeah, but it's still funny. But he, I don't I think like he's better than Tyreek Hill. Like, I, like, do I, I get any so of you guys? this like, fighting about Madden ratings. It's yeah, like, it's, it's so it's annoying. Just, why does he like, care? Rob Gronkowski's better than Lamar Jackson, apparently. Madden <laughs> 21 is like Rob Gronkowski played like 12% of the snaps, I feel like, last year. But but 0% of the snaps. Yeah. Uh, see, they all blend in the last two years. I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, Patriots. The Patriots have six vets or six players who have opted out of the season. And I know there's not that much to say, and I want to bring it up because one GM – I guess told uh, Adam Schefter or whatever one of the reporters that they're worried that there's GMs who are worried like Bill Belichick has figured something out and like that like you know like in ways of like how players are going to sit out some way like that Bill Belichick has figured something out that no one else has and I think that would be really funny. Um, all right, let's move on. Um, oh, two things I could, I just want to say: a nude party, new album on October second. If you haven't listened to them, check it out. Really good. Um, and then. The guy, uh, what's uh, Espos- What's the guy from Breaking Bad? What's Gus's uh, real name? That actor. It's like John Esposito uh, or something. Gustavo Fring. Um, <laughs> but that actor is a uh, heavily, heavily rumored to be the next Doctor Doom in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I think would be fire. Yeah, I think be cool. he'd be a great villain, um, and Doctor Doom is is certainly worth it. Um, Giancarlo. S. Giancarlo Esposito. That was close. Um, all right. Okay. Enough of that at the top. That's like a new thing we're going to try and do and maybe start off the show with a little intro like that. If you guys didn't like it, we'll figure it out. But um, now we are going to jump in to the MLB, and I'm going to turn it over to Andrew and Johnny here. Can you guys maybe together, I've got to, I want you to explain the shortened schedule for the listeners, for me a little bit. I know it's 60 games, but I just if you guys could uh set the set the stage for us if you will. All right, so there's 60 games. They have a west, central and east region. They're keeping the like the divisions, but basically like the Dodgers will play the AL West. All the AL West teams 10 times. You play the division, I believe it's 20. And then the other four, ten teams, that's 60, right? Because four to be... Yeah. Wait, so the 60. Dodgers won't play anyone else out of the out of the West? Like, they'll I never think play the Yankees to, or anything like that? I don't think they're like doing cross-country travel. Because okay. that's why I think, like, the NL East, or, like, the East teams, because when they broke down the schedule, it's like the Yankees and Red Sox. It's like you're playing the Phillies, the Braves, Oh, I got it right here, things. I got it. Okay, so, 60-game season, teams play ten games against each of their four divisional opponents in three series with an unequal number of home games against each opponent. Um, and then each team will have 20 home games for, for division opponents. And then interleague play will compri- comprise of the other 20 games on the schedule, all against a- 
the division of the opposite league, so like AL West and NL West. That's so how that would keep work. It in regions. Um, and then um, so looking into the postseason, or do you have something to say now? So the postseason because they literally changed it like the day of. They went yeah. from fourteen to it. sixteen teams. Yeah, I got it right here. So it's a. July 23rd, they expanded it to a 16-team playoff tournament for 2020 only instead of the normal 10-team tournament. All first and second place teams in the six divisions will qualify for the playoffs. The final two spots in each league will go to the remaining teams with the best win-loss records. The teams in each league will be seeded by division winners, one through three, second place in division four through six, and best teams remaining seven through eight. Seeding ties will be resolved by head-to-head record, interleague record, and record in final 20 interleague games to remove the necessity for additional games. The first round of the playoffs will be a best-of-three series called the Wild Card Series, with all games to be played at the home of the higher-seeded team. After that, the postseason will follow the usual pattern of five-game division series, seven-game league championship series, and seven-game world series. What did I miss? So since they added 16 teams, does that mean they're not going to do like that TV special anymore? Because before, they had like the 14 teams like, I don't know if it's even enough because if they added two more, you know what I'm starting to say? Yeah, it would appear that that is not happening anymore. Yeah, really well. That was the thing I was looking forward to the most about the playoffs. One yeah. of them. Um, I wanted to see a team call out a team and then lose. And yeah, that would I, I don't see that in there. Um, I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. Um, so how do we want to preview the MLB? Like, I know... The listeners are like, you guys haven't talked about this? Yes, we have, but let's talk it out, though. How do we want to We want to just lay the base right now? Today? Pretty much the two biggest rules besides like that whole playoff mess, which is just kind of we'll learn as you go because they literally change the day of. The universal DH, that is something that does not bug me at all. I have no yeah, difference bug me. at all. I, I like it. I like because there hasn't been one time in the third anywhere I'm like, fuck. My pitcher is up with a runner on third and two outs, and then you lose the game one to nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, but the extra innings bullshit. How do you That's how do you feel horrible. about that? I hate so, it so much. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Explain it. Extra innings. Once you get into extras, because they don't want teams to play like 18 inning seasons or whatever in the shortened season. Basically, you have a runner on second every single time to start the inning in the extra innings, which correct. is stupid because they're trying to speed it up. But baseball is all about like being like cunning and decisive and no and so every single time they're gonna either bean or intentionally walk the first guy so you can go get the double play and then the other team is gonna be trying to bunt or sacrifice fly and it's just not gonna be entertaining and i just think it's fucking stupid i see it how it's i mean if it's gonna take you three hours to get there you're not gonna watch the extra innings by then if you hate baseball if you like baseball you watch the extra innings i think this is inevitable unfortunately i think baseball will adopt this because I think people, I've heard players kind of say like, well, we don't want to play extra innings. It's like, well, maybe in like the World Series, you might want to play real extra innings. At least start I the think guy on first. I was going to say like maybe the way to like an alternate would be like maybe for the 10th, 11th, 12th inning, do it regular. Then after that, be like, okay, this game will be playing till five in the morning. So we might as well start doing it like yeah. that. But you should give us like two or three innings of normal baseball. Give it's us tough a show. when it happens in the bottom of the because Shohei Otani is the answer to that trivia question. He was the first base runner that Angels A's for the first game, playoff game, and he, it was so frustrating. Ground ball to second, he runs to third, gets thrown out. Tommy Lestel gets a hit, and it was annoying. All right, um, <laughs> let's do a little like let's take a, a look at some of the teams here. Um, obviously, I think the three favorites or the three best teams right now are like 
the Astros, the Yankees, and the Dodgers. Yeah, those, those are the, the three, three powerhouses. Um, I mean, the the Astros, like we can talk about this little. They've gotten so fucking lucky. I mean, like the Astros are still so good. No, but they like the fact that they like. Oh yes, they got lucky. The public oh, like scrutiny, fans. everyone yeah. forgetting about it. Like, dude, they got away with it. Like, they got away. They with got away because no one's gonna care. It's not the same intensity anymore. All I, I think I can speak for all of us. All of us think the Astros are really fucking good and probably would have won. Like, I, I, yeah, they cheated and that's bullshit. But they were still so fucking good. It's not like they were not gonna make the playoffs without cheating stuff like that. Um, so. I'll let you guys. What? Let's start. Let's go through those top three teams. Um, which one do you think? Who's the Who's the front runner right now? Who's the lead dog? Dodgers. Dodgers. Okay, let's talk about the Dodgers. I would argue Astros. Um, Andrew, give us a breakdown on the Dodgers. Um, well, they added Mookie Betts. They're already like the deepest team in baseball. They have Walker Bueller. Gavin Lux is coming up. He's the number two prospect. The last couple number two prospects were Tatis Jr. Acuna. They still have Bellinger. Max Muncy's going to, well, he'll hit 20 home runs in a 60-game season, I think. Will Smith's a really good catcher. Justin Turner's awesome. Kershaw, he's hurt right now, but at least for a couple weeks he'll be good. Um, they still have a good bullpen in Jensen. They're loaded everywhere. Yeah, yeah they are. They're loaded. Um, give us a little Astros, John. Okay, so they're still running back the same middle of the order, start of the order guys that they did in all their runs with Springer, uh, Bregman, Altuve, Correa. They got Yuli Gurriel coming back, who's a stud. They lost Justin Verlander, who might actually be out for the rest of the season, but he didn't you say he tweeted out saying, like, I could be back? Yeah. But that's still really scary, um, especially because he's, like, 40. And especially because they lost Garrett Cole. Yeah. And, but they still have Granke. They still have uh, Lance McCullers coming back from injury. He's a decent pitcher. Like I, what's Jordan Alvarez? Cause like oh, yeah, rookie of the year, right? Yeah, he's injured right now. But when he comes back, he's a in a regular season. I mean, I think he could hit How like forty-five home much runs. Are you concerned about like the buzzers? Like ten percent that helps them, fifteen percent, fifty percent, um, zero percent, zero percent helps. I mean, I think it helps. I think it helped them, but I still think like on a scale of roster, roster, scale of one so to ten, good. are you nervous about the Astros pitching in the playoffs? If Justin Without. Verlander comes back, like they're still like, I don't think they have a bad rotation right now with, with what they have because they have Josh James, I believe. They have a bunch of young pitchers who aren't terrible. Yeah, they're just gonna have to step up because filling the shoes me, of like, Cole and Verlander is insane. It's kind of like the Nationals right now because the Nationals are really well, offensively because the Nationals like, oh yeah, they won the World Series, but without Juan Soto because he has COVID and Anthony Rendon's like that's a completely different team. Mm-hmm. And without Verlander and Garrett Cole, yeah. The top two Cy Young finishers last year. Mm-mm. Love you, Granky, but not that much. Okay, well, you guys maybe go combo on this one. Let's talk about the Yankees. What, what do we got going for them? So it's, they have like five I know guys that could just hit sixty home runs in a regular season. Well, that's that you got Judge uh, Stanton, Stanton, Voight, Voight's decent. Glaber, Glaber Torres. I don't even know if Miguel Andahar plays anymore, but he was really good two years ago. Yeah. And he was like, Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks. Oh, Gary. Gary Sanchez. Aren't they trying to make him a better defensive catcher, like, really was, hard? You know, you can't teach work. an old dog. <laughs> John Carlos is going to win MVP, though. That's it. What, what's, uh, what are you saying the over-under on John Carlos Stanton or Mike Stanton's uh, home runs this year? I would say Stanton hits 18. I think that. Person that leaves. You think he's gonna hit 18 in a 16 season? That's a lot. Season? And it, it's a lot. 
No, no, I'm, I'm just trying I, to like. I do that, and I think the person to break twenty is Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo. Yeah. Does Trout or Yelich? No, no. Trout scares me because even though he says he's playing, he's still going to take a week or two off because he's going to have his kid, and it's like, if the angel, I mean, who knows? But next week, the Angels yeah. could be out of the race. <laughs> That's why fe- betting futures like, are is so important, guys. Yeah. Have you been doing that? Yes. Smart. But if for like AO MVP wise, <laughs> Jose Ramirez would be my pick. He can get hot and stay hot for like three months, but then he, Jose Ramirez when he's hot is so good. So you you mentioned has, this a little. Oh, you go ahead, John. I was just gonna say Jose Ramirez has random stretches where he like sucks really bad, but he's still amazing. Yeah. Um. So. You mentioned this a little earlier, Andrew. The Washington Nationals did lose Rendon, and so Soto's out right now, but I imagine he'll be back. Um, I am, I've told you this a billion, billion times. For me, the most important thing in baseball is obviously pitching, and I think that is even more important in a 60-game season. And what the three-headed monster that the Nationals have hasn't gone away. They still have Scherzer, Strasburg, and Corbin, and we saw what that did in the postseason last year. Do you like I I imagine in the 16 game format they'll definitely make the playoffs. I mean 100%. like when you're looking at their division the biggest threat would the Mets or the Phillies like you know, the, the Marlins the Braves, are, oh the the Braves they're That's actually big. the NL East is pretty good but I think with 16 teams they're for sure going to make it. They kind of cuz you play through October and you kind of have the hangover and usually then you this isn't the time when you start figuring that out so they just started the season right now, and those players got extra rest. Scherzer, Strasburg, and they pitched over 200 plus innings last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's. it's like, just, I just need to see Juan Soto. I'm, I'm worried about their offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that that's but, that's all and well, but just with the, if you can get into the dance with those three pitchers, I still think that's so valuable. Give me some like dark horse teams who we think could maybe make a splash. I'm not saying like a. A team that is like, oh my god, they made the playoffs. Like, I want, like a team who could actually make a run. Do we think the Padres? The Padres could make a run at the title yes. this year. Hey, Why I not? agree. I'm all in on that. Okay. Besides the Padres, like, what do we think about um, the Cubs? What do we think about the Brewers? What the do Cubs we, are interesting. What Anthony we, Rizzo already has like three home runs, right? I believe he's going off. They had Kyle Hendricks pitched a a complete game shout out on opening day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is it? But you are you two pretty confident that it's going to be those three? The or I the, those I think a team's going to get in. I think a twelfth seed's going to get in there and screw a lot of things up. Well, well so like, is that, could I that be a team know. like the Brewers? It could be, and it could. I mean, it even could be like the Braves because the Braves might come in second or third or fourth division. It could be the Phillies or a decent. Yeah, the Nationals. The Nationals could the be Nationals. like a wild card team. I mean, the Nationals were, what, 19 and 31 when they started last mm-hmm. year? Because they, Nationals tweet that, like, every two days. They're like, remember when we were 19 and 31 we won the World Series? Yeah. Um, so, you mentioned that Trout is going to be leaving um, for about a week or two when his kid is born. Is this the year that Tr- Mike Trout finally gets into the playoffs? Or he's been in the playoffs once, right? He was once... The- 2014. Yeah, they played like Royals. three games or something. They got swept. But um, is he going to get in this year? I'm leaning no right now. Their pitching is so bad. It's it's so bad. And then what I saw this first three games, how they just lost off a walk-off grand slam. And it's like, oh, let's bring in this guy who I had never heard of before. 
And then Anthony Rendon, our big free agent signing, is already having an oblique issue, so that's shocking. Oh, already, already in the Angels free agents. Um. Okay. Let me. I'll give you guys. Let's talk about some odds here. Um. I'll start with the. Um. I'll start with a really, really depressing one. Will the MLB season be suspended at any point in 2020? Yes, is at minus 250. No, is at plus 185. I'm gonna say yes. Because I'm a little if the the Marlins they already canceled this week. I don't know if they're gonna add those games in, but you kind of have to in a sixty game season if they play a playoff caliber team. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they're gonna have to like extend the season by a couple weeks. So yeah, I would say yes. Okay, and now let's look at we're gonna look at the NL first. Um, the odds to win the NL we got the Dodgers obviously are the favorite at plus one sixty. Who do you guys think is second? It's got to be the Yankees, right? For the NL. Oh, Braves. NL. Braves, yes. Who do you think's third? The Cubs. Nationals. Damn. So, yeah, you got the Dod- Dodgers at plus 160, the Braves at Rhythm. plus 650, Nationals at plus 900, Reds at plus 900, Mets at plus 1,000, Cubs plus 1,200. Those are good odds Cardinals the plus 1,200, Phillies plus 1,400, Brewers plus 1,600, Padres plus 1,800, D-backs plus Thirty-three hundred Giants plus eight thousand Rockies plus ten thousand Pirates plus twenty thousand Marlins plus twenty thousand. Where's the value? I mean, the Dodgers is a safe bet, really, because that being take... at plus one sixty right now is kind of nice. But the Braves at plus six fifty. You have the Nationals at plus nine hundred. Reds at plus nine hundred. Mets. Um, I would take an NL Central team. I think because I think that's the division that they're gonna beat up each other the most and there's gonna be like four teams that are gonna be like 31 and 30 so you kind of like the, the, the reds at plus 900 isn't bad would, the cubs at plus 1200 I, kinda, I like the brewers the most i think the brewers they're at plus 1600 i like the brewers cardinals are at plus 1200 they're all, they're all in that like little area um cardinals cardinals <laughs> the pirates though are quite a, quite a bit back the so the value you see so far is you like as the long shot because the dodgers at plus 160 i honestly think right now that's a good bet because when it's at plus 160, because that's going to go to minus 200 at some point. Um, Do you think anyone's going to get 40-plus wins? No. I think the Dodgers will, even though they're 2-2 two two right now. No, they play the Giants too much. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fuck Gabe Kapler. Um, <laughs> um, I think the Cubs and Padres bets look the nicest to me. 1,200 and 1,800. I like Padres that. Padres are yeah. yeah. I um. That's not bad, too. I, I, I agree with the Brewers. I really like that plus 1,600. And then, um, I mean, I guess you. I think when Soto comes back, if he looks good, the Nationals will probably drop to like plus seven fifty. But them at plus nine hundred is not too bad. Okay, let's go to the AL. Uh, the Yankees are the favorite at plus one eighty. Astros plus four fifty. Is it the Rays or the A's? It is neither, Andrew. Yeah. It's the Minnesota Twins at plus six fifty. I think so. To answer your question earlier, my sleeper team, Dark Horse team would be the indians i guess okay so you can get the rays at plus 750 white Sox plus 1100 a's plus 1200 indians plus 1300 yeah, i would do the indians angels plus 1600 red Sox plus 1800 rangers plus f- 5000 sorry <laughs> blue jays plus 5000 royals plus 10,000 mariners plus 15,000 tigers plus 15,000 orioles plus 20,000 um so off the top of my head i think the astros at plus 450 is nice yeah i agree um, I like that Indians that. at plus 1300 I think that's a nice uh, I mean that's great I just think the Indians are 
really good. I think the because when Jose Ramirez and Lindor, that's two MVPs right there. Shane Bieber, um, Carlos Santana, Santana, Carlos Carrasco is back. They have good pitching. Still. A's White Sox intrigue either of you? I plus eleven hundred, plus twelve hundred. The A's, 100, A's plus twelve hundred. I think the A's are one of the best teams in baseball. All and right, so A's Rays Indians. Okay, so recapping all that, Johnny, did you have what was your AL? I'm just gonna go with the Astros. I'm not that high on the A's or Rays. Yeah. So what we well basically I'll go over the favorites for everyone in terms of the AL champion and the NL champion. Johnny liked the plus four fifty for the Astros and the AL. Andrew really liked the Indians at plus thirteen hundred, the A's at plus twelve hundred, and the Rays at plus seven fifty. Um, I. I mean, I like that Astros at plus 450, and I do else that that A's pick I think is is really sweet. Um, I think the White Sox are maybe a year away. I think they're going to be good, but I think they're, they're like a year away. One of the most exciting teams. Especially sure. like for, with the young team, I think it's kind of hard to pull it all together in a 60-game weird season like this. Um, and then recapping what we liked in the NL, um, we really liked to look at the Cubs and Brewers. You get the Cubs at plus twelve hundred, the Brewers at plus sixteen hundred. We even like the Dodgers, the favorite at plus one sixty, because that I really think we'll get to like minus one ten at some point. Um, Braves, Braves at plus six fifty. Johnny, you liked that, and you also liked the Padres at plus eighteen hundred, and you liked the uh, Brewers, correct? Yeah, I like the Brewers. Yeah, yeah, he was Brewers. Okay. Um, and then all right, let's get into um, baseball our um, World Series champion. So the Dodgers and Yankees are actually both tied as the favorite at plus 375. All these odds, by the way, are um, from Bovada, if you're listening. Um, So Los Angeles Dodgers, New York Yankees, plus 375. Astros at plus 1,100. Braves, plus 1,200. Twins, plus 1,400. Rays, plus 1,600. Reds, plus 1,800. Mets, plus 2,000. A's plus two thousand, um, and if you so in terms of World Series champion, what are we liking? You can say a, a team, and if I haven't said the odds yet, I can give it to you. What are you guys thinking? So I'm brainstorming because my ALCS is going to be the A's and Rays this year. So I'm going to take the Rays to the World Series. Okay, to win the World Series. Yeah. All right, so you could get the Rays at plus sixteen hundred. I really like that. I am going to uh, as a little recommendation from old b i'm gonna take um the cleveland indians at plus 2500 i like that you know why because i think that the city of cleveland is healing (laughs) they're healing after that bad man was in their city for so long so now they're gonna be learn how they're gonna learn how to become winners again and um i didn't say his name talking about johnny Manziel? no (laughs) we know who i'm talking about i like the the indians right there at plus 2500 um i think that the A's at plus two th- 2,000 is pretty interesting. Very interesting. I, but I think this is a weird season, the Rays win. Weird team, weird Rays. I like them. Because they always seem like a step ahead of the game, starting with the bullpen stuff, and everyone starts catching on, and they probably have something planned for the 60-game season that nobody knows what's coming. Yeah, that, that could be true. Um, All right, let's do a little transition here. Um, We're going to be going into baseball every week so we'll keep going off this and we'll dive into the divisions a little more next time we do it but i want to get into a little nba stuff before we do trivia um i just want to do essentially gambling and then johnny um talk a little bit about bull bull because you put up a piece out on the pineapple couch yeah bull bull um i believe he's played three games now for the nuggets i wrote um a piece after his first one and um 
he's logging huge minutes for the Nuggets in the bubble around 30 minutes. He's looking long and fast, and he's playing small forward in their first game as a 7 tour. And Jokic, just you've seen the highlights, Jokic throwing dimes to Bull Bull, and it's just electric. And in the Mile High City, I like it, Bull Bull. All right, yeah. Um, and so let's go. Uh, I'm going to talk about, let's give our best bets out for the NBA. Because um, I know we talked about this a little recently. We just haven't gotten Andrews out. So, um, Andrew, um, I'll let me. I'll list the odds for you guys all again, really quick. Just NBA champions, straight up. Lakers are at plus two hundred. Bucks plus two eighty. Clippers plus three hundred. Celtics plus twelve hundred. Rockets plus fourteen hundred. Raptors plus sixteen hundred. To me, the two ones that jump out in that list are Clippers at plus three hundred and Raptors at plus sixteen hundred. Uh, Andrew, Johnny, what do you guys like in that? I like the Lakers and the Celtics odds. Going Lakers Bucks. Okay. Lakers Bucks. So if you think if that's what you think, you can get that at plus three hundred. That's not bad. And um you could uh if you want if you think it's be Bucks Clippers, that's at plus three fifty. I really I said this last time, it was at plus eighteen hundred last time we talked about it, but Raptors Clippers is at plus nineteen hundred. Um what's Lakers Celtics? Lakers Celtics, you can get that at um plus fourteen hundred. Which is not bad, not bad at all. Um, and then um, for just straight up to win the Eastern Conference, you got the Bucks at minus minus one eighty five, Celtics plus five fifty, Raptors plus six hundred, Western Conference Lakers to win plus one thirty five, Clippers plus one eighty, Rockets plus six fifty, Denver plus one thousand. I like. Um, I mean, I like the Clippers or the Lakers with the the West. It's like I as much as I like what Denver's doing and I like them. I just think that those two teams are just really above everyone, and we're going to be seeing a seven-game series between those two games. I, I'm i leaning Clippers um, because for three reasons. Kawhi, number two is I don't like LeBron. Um, and <laughs> Be honest. And number three, though, is that the Clippers are like 50, or the Clippers are always like plus 50 more than the Lakers in all these bets. So I do think it's going to be a seven-game series. It's a toss-up. So if I can get extra like 20 bucks out of that because i do think it's a toss-up and i do think the clippers have a little deeper of i think they have a deeper of a team so we'll see um but yeah you guys have in it so official prediction from andrew your finals is bucks lakers and who wins lakers one in six okay johnny lakers celtics lakers one in five wow all right and and brian thank you it's nice to be asked. I think it's going to be Clippers Bucks, and I think the Clippers are going to win in six. We all got differing, differing opinions. Wouldn't that be something? Kawhi gets three in three different cities. That's fucking LeBron. crazy. I will say though, I am so high on the Raptors. Like that's a like, for value wise, that's a great bet because the. But I just know it's going to be the Lakers and Bucks. So sorry. Safe. But value wise, well, what else you wanna, do you know? You Can you fill me in on other things you know in the if future? You just like, like, convince yourself that it's like, hey, yeah, who's going to win, gonna win um, NCAA basketball next year? Because the odds are out on that, and they're Daytona. crazy. Daytona isn't it's even a college. Mercer. Oh, Dayton, Dayton. Okay, yeah. you're, you're here to hear <laughs> big dog silver ball, um, boys. Uh, you guys have anything else to add before we wrap up? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, uh, it's always a treat to have both of you on. That's Big Dog. That's John Robbins, our NBA insider. Stay tuned.
These boys are about to take on Jeff Robinson Trivia, my dad. All right, this is the Pineapple Couch. We'll be right back. Welcome on back to the Pineapple Couch. We are back with some Pineapple Couch trivia. It's a very special edition of trivia. It is the super edition of trivia. This is our elite sports trivia game. We're going to try to make this more of a regular thing. We'll come up for a name with it, a uh, name for it. Um, so on one team, with my father, Jeff Robbins. Jeff, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Um, and then on the other team. You know him as Big Dog. You know him as Andrew Radcliffe. We got him. Andrew, how you doing? Good. How you doing? Good. And then a resident NBA insider, John Robbins, is taking a break from the NBA and his scouting and his research to help us out here and play some trivia. Um, same rules as always. Uh, you get one double throughout the entire trivia. You have to name that double, though, before the question starts. So I'm like, at the beginning of every round, I will tell you the category. If you want a double... If you want to double, you have to say it then, not after you hear like the first person's question or something like that. Okay. And then um, what we're going to do is it's going to be 13 rounds. And after 13 rounds, whoever is in the lead wins. That's how we're going to do it. Um, and I will clarify on first and last names if um, needed. And if you have any questions during the trivia, just tell me and we'll straighten it out. I'm not going to be like quiet a about question. it. What is your question? You How are you going to clarify last names if three of us have the last na- same last name? What are you talking about? I'm not asking like you trivia player. about us, you moron. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so everyone knows you have one round where you get to double. And no, there will be no specific Robbins family questions. Yeah, what the? What are you? What do you think he's going to ask? <laughs> I thought he was like, who's answering? And he would say, oh, it's Robbins. Robbins. No. And that would not work because... Okay. There's too many rounds right. here. That was pointless. That was so dumb. All right, let's get into it. We're going to start um, round one is the NBA. Does anyone want to double right off the bat? I think we should wait and like just... Like, I'm not on your team. Here I thought we the were a team. team. Uh, you're on your own team. And they're there's a team? Two, there's they're two a team. It's you two of them versus you. <laughs> that doesn't seem fair. You totally knew it was them versus you. Okay. Okay. So, um, so, yeah. we're, we're you're not going to double? Are you going to double for this round, Dad? No. Okay. To Johnny and Andrew's team, your first question. You will have a minute to answer this. I have the clock right next to me. A minute. It's one of the longer. If it's one answer, if Why it's do you one answer. So much. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Can we play some trivia? Let's yeah. Go. Thank you, Johnny. Things Thank you. Sat, any squad, any place. <laughs> All right. Such a big <laughs> mouth. Sixty seconds for Johnny and Andrew. Seventy seconds actually, because it's five names you're gonna have to give me. Jesus. Name five members of the 2011 Dallas Mavericks. Okay. Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd, Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki, Sean Marion, Tyson Chandler, and J.J. Barea. Five. Lock it in. You lock yeah. that in? Yeah, lock it in. That is correct. Johnny yeah. and Andrew jump out to a 1-0 lead. Now it is on to Jeff's question for the NBA. The question is, name 
all MVP winners from 1980 to 1989. Holy shit. You have have 60 seconds. I'm going to say 1980 was Kareem. I'm going to say 1983 was Moses Malone. 1984 was Larry Bird. 1981. There's six names, too. I should have said that. There's six names you're trying to say. So the six people who won MVPs. Six players won MVPs in the 80s. Name them. Larry Bird. Magic Johnson. Moses Malone. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Late 80s gets a little tougher. Did Jordan win an MVP in the 80s? If I had a teammate, perhaps he could answer me. Shut up. I'm going to say Jordan. <laughs> okay, I need you need to name me your six. In That's the next... five I've given you? Yeah, repeat them for me. Moses, Kareem, Magic, Bird, Jordan. Okay, there's six. You have to say six. I'll give you 15 more seconds because I butchered the question in the beginning. Charles, no, he was in 90s. Was it Julius Irving? You have five seconds. Four. I will say Julius Irving. I think that's wrong. And folks, boy, did he need those five seconds because the answer is... Kareem, Dr. J, Moses Malone, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan. That is a correct answer for Jeff Robbins. One to one. No more complaining. We know you can play. (laughs) Okay, here we go. We're in round two. Keep in mind, um, there's going to be multiple, like, there's a couple NBA rounds. We're just doing more sports themed. So the first time we will be doing NFL, round two, NFL. This question goes... To Johnny and Andrew. Who led who has the most passing yards in the NFL from 2010 to 2020? You have 30 seconds. Okay, I want to say Drew Brees. Drew Brees or, Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers. I don't think it's Brady. I think it's, I would say Drew Brees. Who it's, has it's the most passing season? yards in the NFL from 2010 to 2020? Everything. That includes postseason? Yeah. Oh shit. Do we want to go Brady then? If it includes postseason, no, it's too. Oh. I think we go Rogers. Rogers, because I think Breeze was like too good in two thousand seven and eight and nine. That wouldn't count. You have five seconds. Locking in. Are you sure? Three. Sure. Aaron Rodgers. That is incorrect. To Dad, you have thirty seconds to steal. It is who had the most passing yards in the NFL from two thousand ten to two thousand twenty, including the postseason. Including the postseason. Originally, I was thinking it's of, the same. Just to throw, it's the same no matter what. If okay. it's just if you take out postseason, it's still the same person. I'm gonna say Drew Brees. Lock it in. Two one, Jeff Robbins. God, shit, All dude. right, Dad. Your NFL question to take a three to one early lead, folks. There's a lot of time left. There are doubles. And this is gonna get interesting. But Johnny and Andrew feeling a little feeling a little heat in the beginning. But here we go. To Jeff. You have 30 seconds. 
What quarterback has the most wins and best winning percentage against Tom Brady? Is there a game minimum? Like, what yeah, you, I know like played him once, twice. You so had, it's the number of wins against yeah. Tom Brady? Number of wins. Who had the most wins ever against Tom Brady? What quarterback? You have 15 seconds. The AFC East didn't really have a lot of long-term quarterbacks that were playing him twice a year. Because otherwise that would be the obvious guess. But the, maybe... Ten Is seconds. it like Chad Pennington or something weird? Five, four. I'm going to go with Chad Pennington. That is incorrect to Johnny and Andrew. The most career wins against Tom Brady. I don't think it's Peyton Manning. Didn't Tom Brady own Peyton he Manning? Owned him, he owned Roethlisberger, right? Yeah, this, he destroyed. Yeah, they and always. Part of me almost wants this. Like, I'm thinking like Mark Sanchez because he went back-to-back AFC championships and like, do we? How many times do you think Brady and you have ten and, seconds? And, and, uh, you want to go Mark Sanchez? Mark Sanchez, locking in. Yeah, incorrect. This quarterback had a regular season record against Tom Brady of six and three. It was Peyton Manning. Well, talk myself out of that. Mark Sanchez is the obvious answer. Yeah. And we all went away from it. All right, so two one, correct? That's yeah. why I liked that one because, like, when I, I when I looked it up, I was like, it, it has to be Peyton Manning, right? And it was, so I was like, that'd be a good one. All right, round three, MLB. Does anyone want to double? No. All right, to Johnny and Andrew. Who hit the most home runs from 2010 to 2019? You have 30 seconds. Okay. Early... Yeah. This is the, there, I don't think it's, it's gonna, there's going to be some hard categories here and there because uh, I it's hard to get questions like by Nelson you guys. Cruz. Oh, that's a really good one. That's a really good one. Because he still hit like Jose forty some home runs last like year. Five years, but Nelson Cruz is still playing. He's still hitting. Andrew, still get good. the mic a little closer Nelson to yours. Cruz. Yeah. Um, you have uh-huh. ten seconds. Nelson Cruz. You gonna lock that in? Yeah. Well, good thing you did. That's correct. Two Let's to go, two. Andrew. Two to two, baby. All right, to Dad, it is a two to two game. Baseball. Keep in mind, I did multiple rounds of sports because I'm including all eras. So if you don't hear an era that you are more familiar with right now, don't worry. It'll come. Who threw the most strikeouts in Major League Baseball from 2010 to 2019? 30 seconds. I would say Verlander. Lock it in. Incorrect. Kershaw, right? Is it him or Scherzer? I think it's got to be Kershaw. It's Kershaw, because Kershaw's so dominant. Yeah, Kershaw. Kershaw. Incorrect. It was Max Scherzer. Fuck, dude. I've done Thank that God. twice. Two to two. Two to two. Dad survives a category that he was not looking forward to. All right, this next category is champions. And so what we're going to do is it's just going to be, I'm going to name a year, and you're going to give me the MLB and NBA champion. The football thing, the time stuff gets weird. We'll give it a week. We'll work on it figure out a way we can include it. But for right now, just tell me the MLB and the NBA team who won the titles in this year. All right? To Johnny and Andrew, who won the two titles in 1987? 1987 is the Lakers for basketball. Do you know base with the MLB one? You have 30 seconds. The Dodgers were 88. The A's were 89. 87 is like the cutoff date that I start losing it. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, That's funny that I chose 87. It was literally, I told her we knew up to 1988, I think. 
You have 15 seconds. It was the year after the Mets beat the Red Sox. Who was that? Let's go uh, with the Phillies. What is your NBA? Lakers. Okay, you got, you're locking in Lakers and Phillies? Yeah. All right. That is incorrect. Dad, 1987. 1987 is definitely the Lakers. 1987 was also the first year that the Giants made the playoffs, and they played in the National League Championship Series that year against the hated St. Louis Cardinals with Ozzie Smith. And it was the same year that it's the worst when they know a Will question. Will Clark got into a fight with uh, Jose Akendo and Ozzy Smith and Candy Maldonado. All right, punched him in Shut the up. face, and it was great. <laughs> and so I believe my answer will be the St. Louis Cardinals. Lock it in. Wow, that is incorrect. Oh, they lost in the World Series. I knew I. So the cl- the correct answer <laughs> was <laughs> Lakers and Minnesota Twins. Uh, I love that you just gave that speech to him wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I had it was naturally so excited. <laughs> I just couldn't you had remember it. who won the World all right, Series. All right, to Dad, you're going to get the first crack at this one. Damn the cool. year, Dad, the year is 2015. MLB and NBA. You have 2015 seconds. for NFL and MVP. No, MLB, NBA, 2015. Okay. Okay. MLB was... Um, it's the year before the... Wait, it's this turn. is to him. It's, it's to him. Keep going. Andrew, keep thinking out loud. Once you reach a certain age, all the years blend together. Um, Shut up. It's true. <laughs> they all blend together. 2015. Talk a little closer to the mic. 2015 would have been the year after the Giants won their last World Series. In which, so that's the Kansas City Royals that won in 2015. And you got five seconds to name the NBA in 2015. 2015. That was the Golden Four. State Warriors. Oh, my God. Is that you your final answer? It. Yes. That's correct. I gave you. we got to be a little quicker with the answers, guys. I'm giving you some extra time, but that is correct. It was the Royals and the Warriors. Um, round five. So what is it? we got three? Three? I think it's 3-2. Three, 3-2, two. Three, yeah. two, three, two, three, two. Sorry. Um, round five is classic rock. No one has doubled yet. It looks like we're going to keep it this way. I will double. All right. To Johnny and Andrew. Name all three Rolling Stones guitarists in that played alongside Keith Richards in the order they were in the band. Nick, you have 30 seconds. Nick Taylor was one. Um uh, Ronnie Woods one. Dad, you only get two for your question on the steal. Um, you only you can't get. So name the three Nick guitars. Taylor, Ron Woods, Keith Richards. Like no, the, there were three guitarists count. that played alongside Keith Richards in the the story of the Stones. Name those three. You got fifteen more seconds, and name them in the order they were in the band. Nick Taylor was first. Yeah, he was first. Um, Ron Wood was seventy five. Five, four. I don't know the third. Three. I don't know. Nope. All right. John Wall. Brian Jones, Mick Taylor, Ron Wood. Correct. Brian Jones died in 1968. He's a member of the 27 Club, and uh, he drowned in a swimming pool, unfortunately. Um, Dad, for your double, this is a chance to go up six to two. What year did the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust release. 1972. 
He's hot, folks. Oh Jesus my Christ. God. Is that six to two now? Yes, it is. That's six to two. So, hey, you guys still have a double. And keep in Doubling mind. next NBA. Um, the next category, I'm going to start with uh, John and Andrew, as we always do. The category is NFL MVPs. Would you guys like to use your double? No. All right, to Johnny and Andrew. Four running backs have won the NFL MVP since 2000. Name them. Ladanian Tomlinson. I'll give you a, a minute. Ladanian Tomlinson and Adrian Peterson, 100%. Marshall Falk, I think. Okay. And Did Chris Johnson. Was he 90s or is he? Oh, yeah, you're right. Did Chris Johnson win that year? No. When he no, had like 2,000? He, he had 2,000 yards, but I don't think he won MVP. Sean Alexander. Sean Alexander. Okay. Sean Alexander, Marshall Falk, LT, and Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson. Lock it in. That's fucking correct, boys. Let's, Let's go. go. I love seeing the minds work. All right. To Dad, your NFL question. It is a 6-3 to three game. Name the last five NFL MVPs. Does not need to be in order. Name the last five. Patrick Mahomes. You'll have 45 seconds. Tom Brady. Lamar Jackson. I have no idea. You're not even going to try? No, I have no idea. Okay. All right. He's going to skip that, folks. That is tough. The first three that he said are right. It's okay, 2016 was Matt Ryan. Yeah, that's right. Matt Ryan. 17. Cam Newton was 15, so I don't think that, does that count? 19, last 18, 17, five. 16, 15. So Cam Newton, 15. Matt Ryan, 16. Seven, 17 was Brady. 17, Brady. 18, Mahomes. 19, Jackson. Yeah. Lock it in. Well, we got ourselves a ball game here, folks. Let's it's 6 to 4. All right. Why don't you even throw around any names? That was soft. He just gave up. To Johnny and Andrew. I want to give you names that you would... That's, see, that's smart. That's smart. That's yeah, smart. Kind of kind of tough for a podcast, but... Um, to Johnny <laughs> and Andrew, first. The category is NBA. Would you guys like to double? Yes. Double. Okay. Dad, this is a very... If I steal their double, I don't get two. Only, you only get your double on the, ca- the your question in that round. So, Johnny and should Andrew... Should visit that rule? I don't think I'm down to make, maybe uh, add two doubles, but I don't think you should get doubles for stealing. Um, all right. In 2013, this is NBA. You guys are doubling. You guys will have 30 seconds for this. Rhyming and stealing. In 2013, the Heat and Pistons had a seven-game series in the Eastern Conference Finals. Who led the Pacers in scoring? Pacers, not the Pistons. The pa- oh, I'm so sorry. The Heat and Pacers. I think he wants us to say Paul George, but I think it was Danny Granger. I think... Uh, actually, no. 2013 was the second time the Heat won because won, they won in 2012. Paul George was definitely a beast by then. I don't know if he's trying he to trick injured? me and say Danny Where did Granger. George get hurt? Uh, like, he got hurt in the Olympics. I don't know why he'd be. I love Paul George. That's all this... <laughs> I think it's Danny Granger. I want to lock in Danny Granger. Danny Granger. That's incorrect. Fuck. Paul George. <laughs> incorrect. Is it Roy? Roy. It's Roy Hibbert. Hibbert. Oh, that's um, wild. Respect to Roy. I thought I looked that up thinking it would be Danny Granger. I thought that you only put that solely because it was Danny Granger. No, I was going to, and then I thought it was Roy Hibbert. And I was like, holy shit, that's hilarious. Because it was a seven-game series. It was like not. Yeah. Roy Hibbert, man. It's terrible. How he, did he do that? He was good for like a two for years. Like three months. No, no, it was like nah. a two-year run, and then just the NBA just was like, Roy Hibbert, people like you are never going to be like able to do it again. All right, Dad. 
Here's your NBA question. It is six to four, correct? Yeah. Um, in 1991, who elbowed Isaiah Thomas in the face, causing 40 stitches and a permanent scar? You've told me this story a million times. Uh, that would be Carl Malone of the Utah Jazz. That's correct. Seven to four. Moving on to round eight. A great moment in NBA history. Which is, where did they go to college? Johnny and Andrew, it is a seven to four game. But as you guys have seen, things can change. Jeff might just not answer some questions. Um, <laughs> where did they go to college? Your guys are going first. The player is Ray Allen. Is it um, Marquette or something like that? I don't know. I'm picturing like a yellow uniform. Marquette. Sure. Marquette. You're going to lock in Marquette? Yeah. That is incorrect, Dad, to the steal. I believe the answer is the Huskies of the University of Connecticut. That is correct. Eight to four. Well, it was probably the Sonic Have shoes. I clinched yet? <laughs> What's my magic number? I don't know. I didn't calculate it, but there is because it's 13 rounds. Whoever's the best. Okay, Dad, your question for where did they go to college? Maurice Spates. Mo Buckets. Where did Mo? <laughs> Mo Buckets. I will just let me just say where he went to college and like is it? It's unbelievable, and I think it's the, unbelievable. I think it's Kentucky, and I'm gonna lock that in. That is incorrect. Ugh. Okay. Um. Okay, now that he said that, it makes me want to say, guess like Duke, but North Carolina, Villanova. He seems kind of like a Villanova guy. Villanova, about Villanova, Georgetown? Duke or North Carolina? Because he, he uh, yeah, like fifteen more really seconds. Good. Should we say Duke? North Carolina, UNC. Lock yeah. it in. That is incorrect. Mo Buckets was a part of one of the best front courts in the history of college basketball. The University of Florida with Joe Kim Noah and oh, Al Horford. Uh, I don't remember him at all on that team. That's I why I thought it was. Team. He was younger, but he was a part of that roster. Um, all right. Did he play? Yeah, he played. I don't um, remember that at all. Mo Buckets, man. He, he, he gets there slowly. He's, he's making a comeback. <laughs> don't you worry. All right, round nine. We have, uh, what is it? It's eight to four. So we have, uh, this is coaches is this round. Um, this is for Johnny and Andrew in an eight to four game. Where did Bill O'Brien coach in college before he took the Houston Texans job? Penn State. Right? Penn State. Penn State. He, he replaced Jerry Sandusky. Bill O'Brien. Eight to five. Correct. <laughs> he replaced Joe Paterno. Not <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Sandusky. It's all connected. Yep. Yeah, you know. <laughs> that was so good. Um, all yeah. right. So eight to five. Andrew and Johnny on the so comeback. Right? Here is Dad's question. This Coach is Sandusky. This is the base. This is essentially the college football coaches category. It's college football. Hit coaches. the showers, guys. <laughs> Nick Saban coached three college teams before the University of Alabama. Name them. One was LSU. Uh. <laughs> Sandusky, quite a coaching career at Penn State. <laughs> Three places before Alabama, mm -hmm. and I have to name all three. Yeah, it's tough trivia. You're in the lead. <laughs> I hate your attitude. <laughs> yeah, every every NBA MVP of the 1980s. I think that you, maybe you should just study a little more college football next you time. You don't need to answer. It's fine. <laughs> Can you repeat the question? Oh my god. 
Nick Saban coached three college teams as head coach before Alabama named them. LSU, LSU, and LSU. That is incorrect. To so Johnny and Andrew. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have no uh, idea. LSU, Auburn, and Oklahoma. I have no idea. LSU, Auburn, and Penn State. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he coached with Coach Sam. Five seconds. <laughs> Georgia, uh, five seconds. Oklahoma, LSU, and Auburn. That's incorrect. Toledo, Michigan State, and LSU. Michigan State. Toledo, the Mud Hens. Shout out Coach Duggs. Shout out to Coach Duggs. What a great career. We hope he enjoys his retirement here on the Pineapple Couch. Um, All right. Ridiculously hard question. um, Wham. 8-5. Dad, the guy in eight four. Eight, it's eight to five. We just got five. the Jerry Sandusky. Sandusky. Got oh, Bill okay. O'Brien. <laughs> Forgot Coach Sandusky. <laughs> this one is to Johnny and Andrew, and the category is post two thousands music. Oh God! See, <laughs> literally, all you do is complain, and you're winning eight to five. <laughs> <laughs> what 10, artist's album won best rap album in two thousand twelve at the Grammys over Good Kid, Mad City? Oh, it's at the tip of my tongue. Dude, you're not even up Dude, I have a question. Shut the fuck up. Do you um, know this, Johnny? 2012. When did Yeezus come out? Was Yeezus 2011, though, maybe? Or no, wait. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Are you going to lock that in? Yeah. Yeah, that's, I think I was around then. Can that is incorrect. That Dad, you don't have a guess, do you? Do you have a guess? Straight out of Compton by NWA. <laughs> All right, so the answer to that question was... The Heist by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. That's, oh, that's what it was. Oh, it went up it. against by, like, It beat Good Kid, Mad City. And, and another, I'm pretty sure. Another really good one. Yeah, under, Kanye album. Everyone has that album. Um, Fuck. Dad, this one's to you. What is the title of The Strokes' first album? The Strokes. Incorrect. To Johnny and Andrew. Do you know? I don't know. Fuck. Mitch is listening right now, just kicking a wall. They're overrated. Kicking a, uh, you know nothing about the Strokes. I just said that for twelve fifty one. That's a song I heard the other day. Twelve fifty one. All right, that's incorrect. The answer is: Is this it? Oh. Oh, the dude. reason is because the Strokes on the internet before they had ever like released the oh, album anything, they were being called by like all these bloggers who had never heard them, the greatest band ever. And then so their first song was: Is this it? Like like is this what you thought? All right, cool stuff. All right, we're going to round 11 MLB. It is 8 to 5. To Johnny and Andrew, what are the three active MLB pitchers with the most career strikeouts? Justin Verlander. Kershaw. Verlander? Yeah. Incorrect. Don't we suck? (laughs) Who's like Scherzer, Verlander, Granke? Correct. Granky has more than Kershaw. He's third. Wow. Oh my God. Cole Hamels has a fuck ton too. Um, I did not know that. To dad. This sucks. At a nine to five lead, who led the MLB in home runs in the 1990s? I mean, I'm thinking Canseco. Had a ton. 
but I don't think he played that long. It might be, I'm going to say Ken Griffey Jr. As incorrect to Johnny and Andrew for the steal and to get themselves back in this game. Should we say Canseco? Was he around then? Jose Canseco. As incorrect, Mark McGuire. Oh my god, I just completely th- I just thought the steroid era just started in like 2000. All right, so it's 9 to 5. We have Mark two McGuire. more rounds left. Dad has clinched the victory, but we're going to still play because what do we do this for, guys? We do this for the loyal great Pineapple Couch listeners. I didn't hear that. Can you say that again? The loyal great. No, before that. You've clinched a victory. <sighs> All right, the next category is... I want to fight you in Rough and Rowdy. <laughs> the next category is random. It could be anything. It's the mystery category. To Johnny and Andrew, what is the most sold video game of all time? To Johnny and Andrew. Uh, Wii Sports, maybe. I don't know. Not my answer. Because uh, Wii Sports literally just came with the Wii. I believe it's by like 100,000, too. I honestly think it's Wii Sports. Because like if you bought a Wii, you had to have had Wii Sports. Wii Sports, final answer. Incorrect, to Dad. So it's what game is the highest selling game of all time for your video game console, yes. like PlayStation? Singular game though. You can't say Call of Duty and like have like ten. It's the singular game. I'm going to say. Gran Torino used to come with all of them. I'm not going to say, yeah, Gran Turismo. I'm not going to say it's, I think it's Mario Brothers. It's incorrect. It's actually Minecraft by 100,000. And then the next is GTA. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. No Wii um, Sports. Dad, what is the highest selling album of all time? Rock and Roll album? Yes. For the listeners at home, I nodded. I believe, I mean, at one time, it was Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. Did anyone ever pass that? Thriller by Michael Jackson. I'm going to say Thriller by Michael Jackson. Is it incorrect, actually? It was passed. That is number two. Johnny and Andrew. What was the Pink Floyd album he said? Dark Side of the Moon. That's incorrect. It is a vinyl that Johnny owns. The Eagles' greatest hits, 71 to 75. Oh, greatest hits album shouldn't count. It's still the highest sold. Um, all right. In our last round today, thank you guys for being on. You guys are going to get your chance at a rematch. After the podcast, we'll talk. We can maybe you see what we study. think of it. I want to fight you. <laughs> all right. And this one is to Johnny and Andrew. Coach K has 1,132 wins. Only three other active coaches have more than 800 Name them. Roy Williams, Williams and the Michigan State guy. Tom Izzo? Yeah. Um, Do we want to know Calipari, you think? What about, what's the Louis, Louisville dude? Um, oh, I don't even know. You know what? Rick. Um, Roy, okay. Do we think it's top Roy Williams and Tom Izzo, though? Isn't it only two? It's, there's three. There's three. Fuck. Those two for sure, I think. Um, Ten more seconds. Go Calpari. Is incorrect to Dad. Roy Williams is definitely on that list because he was in Kansas for so long. I think Izzo is probably on that list. Or right? the other guy I would think would be maybe Bill Self in Kansas. 
that's my answer. It's incorrect. It was actually you guys all had it with Roy Williams. You had Jim Beheim at Syracuse and old Bob Huggins at West Virginia. Formerly in Cincinnati. Um, Dad, this is the final question, and it's fitting because you had a great show today. I'm sure Johnny and Andrew, though, are going to roar back. I have no doubt. I have so much faith in these boys. They're a little down now, but we'll bounce back. The final question, to get to, 10, to get to 10 points, to have a 10-6 to six lead to win, who scored the most points in the history of college basketball, their career, postseason and regular season, the most points in their career? Well, it's definitely not Kareem because he was only playing three years back then. There were some crazy good college players in the 70s. But a lot of them, I'm going to say it's Christian Leitner. Incorrect to Johnny and Andrew for the steal? I think in Len Bias or Hakeem Olajuwon. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you think... Wait, Hakeem? Maybe? But he also had... Cl- didn't he also have Clyde Drexler on his team? What about Len Bias, the Maryland guy? Len Bias. Len Bias. four years? Len Bias is incorrect. It was actually Pistol Pete Maravich of LSU. Surprised you didn't. Um... But so that is a nine to six win for Dad. Um, we will be back. I think we're gonna do maybe another version of this next week. Might as well. I think we like it. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. And you smell that? <laughs> That's victory, John. And I guess we'll just leave it at that. Johnny's got a lot of time to think. <laughs> See you guys next time.